A kickback is a get-together consisting of close friends and family. It's more than a hangout, but less than a party. Be careful though, a kickback can very easily turn into a full-fledged function. I'm Michael Roy, and this is The Kickback. Okay, um, and as you know, this is my show where I could, where, what is it? Where I sit down, where I talk to people who could be found in a kickback I would be having. <coughs> Excuse me, everyone. Um, as you can hear, I am the most recent victim of the coronavirus. So, <laughs> um, so you have to bear with me in my nasally voice that's already nasally normally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, okay, well, with me today, I have my cousin, Jamie. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, first of all, how are you today, ma'am? I'm good. Okay, I'm just chill. good? Yeah, I'm chill. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, she is just good, and I am less than good but we're gonna you know we're gonna still make it through and flourish because we're black people and that's what we do Mm -hmm. (laughs) um how oh formally thank you for coming to the kickback of course i appreciate you thank you for having me yes yes uh we are coming to you live from my apartment in new jersey she came all the way from brooklyn that whole hour yes i appreciate you no i'm kidding Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um where at the kickback, can the people find you? Oh, yeah. Um, probably in the bar area. Yeah. If that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Probably in the bar area. That's literally. Mixing or drinking. Yes. That's literally yeah. where you are always mm-hmm. at all the kickbacks. Yeah. That was actually a thing, remember? Does she ever come out behind the bar? No, I don't want to talk to anybody, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right there. Um, okay. How long have we known each other? Uh, well, I'll be 32. Mm-hmm. You're 30. Almost 30. 30. Yeah, I'll be turning 30. But when did we actually meet? Because I don't even I have no clue, to be honest. I just remember you always being a thing. Like, I don't... Yeah. I guess the first time you came to Jersey? Yeah. But so. remember, I was born in, Mar- in D.C., so I feel like... And we were in Italy for four or five years. Okay, so then maybe when you came to Jersey. Maybe. <laughs> My sister would never in me, I don't know. Right. Do you remember Italy? How old were um, well, we? When we left, I was like five. But I remember like bits and pieces. Uh-huh. Um, different like restaurants, our family, my mom and dad's family friends, like going mm-hmm. to their house, watching horror movies as a four and five year old with my dad. Yeah. So I remember like stuff like that. Okay. And for the listeners, um, the Jamie. So Jamie and I are second cousins technically, mm-hmm. but we were raised like first cousins because our parents, who are first cousins, were raised like brother and sister. Yeah, my mom and your dad. Correct. Yeah. And um, your dad, who is you know cousin by well to me by marriage, was in the Air, Air Force. Force. Mm-hmm. 
which is why you guys were in Italy. Correct. Okay. I was born in California. My sister was born in Italy. Okay. And ended up in Jersey. Okay. Back to Jersey. Back to Jersey. Because our parents grew up in this uh, small town mm-hmm. in New Jersey. High school sweethearts. Yes. Oh, for your parents, high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember when I found that out. You were there for this, uh, that story? Because um, I remember hearing the actual story of when they met. No. Long story short, my dad was on the football team. My mom was a cheerleader or whatever. And So cliche. I know. <laughs> she wasn't the head cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think like my dad saw her and then he like low-key followed her home. And then he told either my pop or my grandma that he was going to... AF. Like, he wanted to talk to my mom. Mm-hmm. And then one of them invited him in for dinner. And then he, like, just stayed for another 32 years. Wow. 35 years they've been married. Oh, bless them. Numbers, I don't know. But yeah. yeah. Okay. It's cute. It's cute. It's mm-hmm. real cute. And they had two girls. You're the first. Mm-hmm. And then Jazz is the second. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I mean, we're we're family, so we don't remember. And, and I would assume to say, I would assume that you don't have any strong impressions of mm-hmm. first meeting me because we yeah. don't remember when we first met. I just remember you guys see when Son had the the rack tail. Thing, oh my! Oh my God! It's, it's like a, it's called a warrior. Line. Line. <laughs> I know, but like, you know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so the, the beads. And yes, the beads and all that I stuff. I remember that. So, okay, so do you? Well, how about this? Because this has been like something that our family has wrestled with for a long time. What? Oh, she's making that face. <laughs> Take a sip. Well, <laughs> so we. No, no, no. There was there were a couple of like cousins who grew up on the West Coast and like the rest of you grew up on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Was there? How about this? Was there like a strong kind of impression of us as a group? Like were you like, oh, the California cousins are like X or they're Y? No, I mean, for me, no. Okay. I mean, I, you know, I don't really pay attention. Nor does she give a damn. Yeah, it's like I don't. And we're gonna talk about that <laughs> because I I I not only need you to be my sensei, but I feel like everyone else. <laughs> Needs it too. Yeah, that's uh, what my girlfriend says. Yeah, like calm her down. So listen, I get that a lot. Okay, so okay, moving past that, what do you do for a living? Everything. Um, my main jobs are personal trainer, and I work as a server at a restaurant, but also do fire ass Jamaican restaurant. Yeah, it's in Brooklyn, so hit me up. Um. But also I've done, I work at a, a, like a high-end women's boutique temporarily as mm-hmm. support. Um, I've done like stagehand work, corporate events where you do the setup and the breakdown. Um, yeah, okay. a little bit of everything, whatever's going to pay me legally. Right. So <laughs> what did you, okay, so that's what you do for a living. Let's talk about your journey. Where were you? Well, we already talked about you. Born in Italy. No, born in California. Lived in Italy for a while. Came back to Jersey. Lived a relatively normal life. Yeah. Um, like, went to school um, in South Jersey. Like, middle school, high school, even college. Did all, did all that. And then I moved to New York six years ago, this upcoming April. And I've been here ever since. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Congrats. So this is where you're staying right now <laughs> well so i have friends that say the five like new york has this five-year rule like uh, I, at the fifth year you decide if you're gonna leave or you're gonna stay i feel like the five-year rule for me well for yeah for me is becoming a new yorker 
Mm. Like you, you have to. I feel like you have to be there at least five years just to be like a actual resident of New York. Yeah, to like say like I did it. Of, yeah. Okay. So I mean, I don't. People always ask me how long I want to stay here. If I'm going to stay here, I'm like, I don't. I don't like predicting or trying to predict the future. If something else comes up in like California, if I have to go to Japan or something, right after the coronavirus, I'll right. go. But like, I'll, <laughs> I'll go wherever because I have nothing really to, to hold me down. Right. Yikes! So I was gonna say, uh, but yeah, <laughs> she um, <doesn't> visit. <laughs> right, right. Long distance is fine. Um, okay, so let's break all of that down because I. And really interested. So, for those of you who don't know Jamie, you will first of all be lucky to get to know her. She's an amazing soul and spirit and human being. I also think that like um, this is also selfish, but also a conversation or a perspective that needs to be heard. We live in this society now where like if you're not a doctor or a lawyer or you're not you know have all these advanced degrees, then like what are you doing? Or like that's the sole kind of um, lens through which we view success or like happiness mm-hmm. and it's so not true yeah um and i'm gonna tr- as the lawyer in the room i'm gonna try not to cry as i say that. <laughs> it's just not true <laughs> trust me kids it's not true it's not like- um so let's talk about college did you finish if yes okay mm-hmm. sorry i was no no you're fine yeah. Yeah. So you finished. What was your degree psychology. in? Psychology. So okay. Just, I mean, psychology is not, I want to call it basic, but my degree was a BA, so it is pretty basic. After that, if you want to go to get your uh, master's, PhD, that's where all the money is. Right. I didn't know what I wanted to do beyond getting that psych degree, so I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to waste money going one route. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore, and then try to pick another route, because there's literally so many different degrees Grad, or graduate degrees and uh, postgrad degrees, whatever, that you can go for. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to waste money and time trying to figure that out. So. Okay. So then what happened after college? Uh, I was just working. I was still living near where I went to school at, in, mm-hmm. outside of um, Atlantic City. Okay. Um, so I was working, like, uh, serving jobs and stuff. And then I was with... Um, I was with somebody, well, yeah, I was with somebody for like two and a half-ish years, but she lived in New York. Okay. So, we weren't actually together until like the last seven or eight months Mm -hmm. of, or whatever thing we want to call it. (laughs) So, I was like, I'm moving up to New York. I had nothing else like to do in New Jersey, so I was like, I'm going to move up to New York, so she's like, whatever. So, we ended up breaking up, but I was like, I'm still moving up to New York. Like, for me, I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm still going to move up to New York. Um... So yeah, I moved up, and yeah, that's that on the Jersey portion, like, okay. I moved. Okay, <laughs> and then you've been in New York ever since. Yeah. So, I know it went down quite like that. Okay, so yeah. then how did personal training come into play? Well, I was, I started working out when I was in Jersey, and I was like, oh, this is, one, I'm good at it, and two, I can actually like, make money off of this. Yeah. So I was, I was low-key training, like, uh, this girl I met at the gym. So I was like, I'm pretty good at teaching somebody how to do it. Might, might as well get paid for it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't actually start training people and get my certification until I actually moved up to New York. So I moved up here, um, worked. I got a job at like a restaurant, just obviously to pay bills. And then I got a job at New York Sports Club. 
did that for a little while, but they're more money focused than mm-hmm. training focused. So right. I ended up getting fired slash left. We won't talk about that. Okay. Um, so I got a job at another gym. I worked there for two years and then I did my own. I'm now freelancing, self-employed, whatever. Okay. Since then. Listen. Yeah. And then so and that's and then you do the other I guess we will call them odd jobs is yeah. what people call them. Um, well, I I, tech, I work like part time full time at the restaurant. So right. It's just a second job. I guess. And then but everything else is everything is okay. And then you're paying bills and you have a, a gang of friends and yeah. you're living your best life. And so like, is there any? And I don't know if I'm if I'm a slave to like society's narrative or if this is just a, a me thing, mm-hmm. but like a part of me feels like, okay, like I, I knew I wanted to be a lawyer. And so like, until then I kind of was like, oh, I'm not doing anything. And like, you're, you're kind of like, I like doing this. So I'm gonna do this. I like mm-hmm. doing that. I'm gonna do that. It pays the bills and I get to live life. Like, yeah. is that like, what's the future? Like, do you not care? Do you not know? Like, um, recently, over the past couple months, I've been like tossing back and forth, maybe getting like a not gonna say like a desk job, but like a corporate or like a nine to five mm-hmm. with benefits because I am getting older and yeah. just going back and forth, it, it takes a toll on your body mm-hmm. <laughs> and like and mentally too. Like, you want to have something stable that you get paid every two weeks or every week, whatever, right? So, I've always I've been tossing back that idea just to like maybe find something that is nine to five where I can have my weekends off, my nights off to be more um, just relaxed yeah. and see my friends more. Yeah. Because I'm working Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's when my friends all get to hang out. Right. It's not about having all this free time, but I also want to like have me time and see my friends, maybe go visit my family on weekends. And yeah. Like so I think about it, but then it's also like, I like my freedom of making my own schedule with the personal training. So I think it's just more like I need to be more motivated to find more ways in training to make more money but work less. Yeah. Which is, it's very doable. Yeah. You make hundreds of thousands of dollars just online training. So I just have to figure out and find a motivation and actually like <clears throat> sit down and figure out what I need to do. Right. For me. Okay. And just to be clear, you you are certified. You mm-hmm. have several clients, mm-hmm. several like kind of like big name clients mm-hmm. too. Yeah. <laughs> so I just you know I just want to uh, what's your what's the name of your your business? I, I just want to shout you out. J Fit Personal Training. Well, yeah, J Fit Personal Training. I was on Facebook, but I got rid of that. So yeah. You can find me. I guess on Instagram. Okay. Sorry again. No, um, it's okay. We'll put the link down yeah. at the bottom of this. So I'll, I'll at J Fit eighty eight on Instagram. I'm gonna start posting more. I promise. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's. I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah. But I I know I can do more. Okay. And make more and like have more of an impact. Right, and so, you and you want to. So yeah, 2020 is gonna be that. That year. That year. You have Everybody 20. says it every year, but like. Right. This no. Is, like, like I have to. Right. You're right. Um. Okay. So, that's awesome. Moving right along to the fact that you are. So we come from like, I don't know, I and, and a lot of people will get offended by this and I kind of don't care if you have an issue with me, <laughs> then call my phone, but you won't because you know who I am. <laughs> so our family on, so it's my dad's side, your mom's side of the family 
is like to me sometimes straight out of a Tyler Perry movie it's so ridiculous mm. like with the amount of like you know twists and turns and skeletons in the closet and just you know who writes this shit <laughs> and we're like living it and so I say all that to say that if you can envision that type of family and that type of environment <clears throat> Jamie being the first openly uh, to an extent I don't I never actually came out to the grandparents or the. Okay, you're right. You're right. They know, I think. Yeah, they know. They know, but But. you never came out. And it was such a problem. (laughs) And it wasn't like a, in my opinion, I don't think it was a problem because of you being lesbian. It was like the problem that they felt like you didn't come kiss the ring and like tell them properly, I guess. I was told not to. Right? <laughs> so. So, <laughs> keep it at that. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so how has that been for you? Have you have you felt, and we don't have to name names, but <clears throat> like, and we can speak more generally if that makes you more comfortable, like in terms of like, um, have you felt isolated? Have you felt like there are times where you could come home, but you don't want to? Like, you know, that's, I guess, kind of what I'm no, asking about. Honestly, no. I mean, not isolation is not the word, because I've always been, like, the... Or ostracized, I should say. Well, not even that. Okay. Like, the, my grandparents' birthday party last yeah. year. I came the way I dress mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Which might be perceived might be be perceived as dressing <clears throat> sorry dressing more masculine. Yeah, uh, for the folks at home, Jamie's giving Ellen and more yeah. Ellen and less. What's her name? Porsche. What's her What's her uh, wife's Porsche name? Rossi. But yeah. Porsche, yeah. Yeah, Porsche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I was just wearing slacks, but like they've never seen me in that before. Mm-hmm. Except for my parents, but they mm-hmm. never seen me in that before. Nobody said anything. It was, yeah. Everything was fine. But isn't that so like our family? No one yeah, said no anything, one said right? So they got into the car and I'm just like... Right. <laughs> but like, I, at this point, I'm like, I don't care. Right. I'm still living my best life. Mm. Whatever that is. But I'm still doing it. If you guys, if they want to have a conversation about it, we can do that. But I'm not going to force that upon them. Right. I'm ready whenever... whenever They're ready. Whatever wants to happen, but I'm, I'm cool. Okay. No, no, I feel like there's no point stressing over over it right now because everybody obviously knows. In the right. Family, but now it's more on their terms if they want to talk about it with me. Right. Because let me tell you whose <clears throat> train has not stopped is Jamie's. <laughs> and let me tell you who we're about to get the, the 101, li- living your best life, uh, not giving a <laughs> 101. Talk to us. Where does that come from? Where you? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, let's roll this back because I have had this question, and I feel like I feel like it's such a problematic question to ask because you were born this way, baby. But in the society we live in, there's something else pushed down your throat. Mm-hmm. So there is such a thing as kind of like maybe realizing for the first time or kind of like stepping into that truth. When what do you feel comfortable in saying when that was for you? I mean, like when I, you looked in the mirror, and you were like, bitch, you're gay. Like <laughs> I came out to myself in uh-huh. college. OK, long story short, I was at a bar <clears throat> and like there was a girl at the front of the line. I was at the back of the line and she like looked at me and said, are you gay? And I said, no. And then like. 10 minutes later we were on a dance for like dancing i was like oh, maybe i guess i am yeah. but, like, <laughs> but like there's been like 
instances and like watching TV shows, you're like, oh, this girl's like cute or whatever, like, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, you see somebody in school, like middle school, high school, you're just like, huh. But you don't really, if, especially if you never had other gay people in your life. Yeah. Like, you see it on TV, but like other gay people, like in your school, or openly gay people in your school, like you don't really know what those feelings are. It could just be anything. Right, right. So I never actually fully came out to myself until. 22, 23. And then, well, wow. yeah, I came out to my parents, 23. Okay. But it was, I'm a late bloomer, I guess you can call it. Okay. Are you gold star? Yes. Oh, I know that's I've right. I've kissed a few, but I never did any Anything penetration. Else. That's, that's, that's pe- gold star means penetration. Right. Okay. That, that's too vulgar, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we got to somehow, so. No, no. Listen, no, no vulgarness here. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, not. I got you. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so though fast forward back to what I was going to ask you. Oh, were you born like that in terms of like not caring? And well, hell, let me be very clear. I think that in the society that we live in, mm-hmm. if you have a certain demeanor or you are you conduct yourself a certain way, it it is deemed or labeled as a lack of care. Jamie is by far one of the most caring and empathetic people I know. It's just. I present as yes, else. yeah, I'm yeah, very aloof. Yeah, very aloof. And it sounds negative, but it's not. Okay, because talk about it. Honestly, okay, it just sounds bad. So like I'm literally about to say, like I don't care, but like if it's not affecting me directly, mm-hmm. or if, like you're not paying my bills, you're not like you haven't like physically harmed me because you're not gonna emotionally harm me because you can't, you're not gonna break that. But if you're not like physically harming me or like you're not paying my bills, you didn't fire me from my job, I really don't care what you think, what you do, what you say to me or around me. If you're <clears throat> the only time I do care is with people mess with other people that I'm uh, close with. Mm-hmm. So if like somebody was messing with you, I'ma probably go off. Yeah. Or my sister, I'ma go off. My yeah. friends like at home or yeah, in New York, I'ma go off. But if it's me, <clears throat> I really don't care. Your actions do not affect me unless it directly affects me. Right. Uh, I know I said this said like back and forth, but what was the question? No, I guess <laughs> no, no. Like that was that was yeah, going like, to be a question that it was explained on like how you think, but like yeah. and I guess going back to the first question was were you born that way? Were you born I, thinking I mean, that way? Like, have you always been kind of like aloof and like I don't care? I guess. I mean, I, I have a really bad memory, like of like childhood. Not bad memories, like I don't want to. I'm blocking it out. I just don't remember a lot of stuff. My mm-hmm. sister can remember like literally everything she did. I did. My parents did, but I just don't remember a lot. So I don't remember how like I was acting like in play groups or in school or that kind of thing. It was just I just I know I like to stay behind the scenes and just watch and listen. Mm-hmm which I think has benefited me better just because I can better assess things before they happen the next time. Because mm. I can read what people are, like how they're reacting, so I can be like, all right, so I'm just going to walk away because I know how they're going to react in like 10 minutes. Okay. Well, you are very observant. Yeah. And I guess, okay, so teach me, <laughs> teach us, like how can we be like this? It's... Most of it is just being quiet and watching. 
it's so hard to be yeah. quiet <laughs> a lot of people want to talk before they do anything yeah. I'm more of like I want to listen figure out what the reason is behind you you acting this way mm-hmm. and then maybe I can either help you help this us in a situation or just take myself out of the situation altogether okay so it's just more of like watching and listening first and then reacting okay so waiting to react making the the like the conscious effort or decision to mm-hmm. wait before yeah. reacting yeah. which sounds so wise but so many of us struggle with that oh, of course um how are you with anger does mm-hmm. anger do you find that anger controls you no not at all not even a little bit really i would have to be pushed like beyond 10 yeah I'd be like a 20 to actually do something or say something. Yeah. Usually if I am angry, I will just, again, just take myself out of the situation, breathe, and then reassess why this happened, why I got angry that it happened, why the person or situation made me this way, and then go from there. Because a lot of people overreact, and then it can be just a simple misunderstanding, miscommunication, and then all hell breaks loose, but it's for something simple. Right. Do you think that your degree has anything to do with, like, the tools that you use? Little, I mean, yeah, a little bit, but it's, I think it's just more the same, like, growing up, I always stayed on the sidelines and just watched. Okay. That's it. Okay. And then, <clears throat> yeah, that's interesting because I feel like some people, um, what's that movie with Tom Hanks and the guy who's like, I'm the captain now? <laughs> uh, what's that I don't know. They were like pirates or something. Like, I never actually seen it. Yeah, Somali pirates. Yeah. Yeah. So I use that example like when I talk about anger now because like um, my sister and my father are both like when they get angry, like in anger, are the pirates like they come onto that ship? They're like, I'm the (laughs) captain now. Like, and there's no like you can look into their eyes and like Mm -hmm. their complete soul has left their body. Like it's all Somali pirates in there. And then there are the people who are like you, like uh, I would say my brother's like you, (laughs) Uh, my mom is like you, where they have like a complete control, Mm -hmm. you know, like the pirates can try it, but they're not getting on. And then I feel like there are people like me who like, honestly, now that I'm about to say it out loud, maybe I like might be more scary than TT and my dad, Mm -hmm. just because like, I could decide to kick these pirates off Uh but if i like your message (laughs) let's steer the ship together you know like (laughs) i'm now making the decision both making points yes (laughs) to flip this table whereas like they might not have control Mm -hmm. um and that's something that that's why i'm seeking your your training and teaching because i'm literally out here like, if you see me flipping tables, not because I have lost control, it's because, like, I chose yeah. <laughs> to flip tables, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh-huh. So how, again, like, is there anything else besides just making the decision not to flip tables? Like, you know, do you count back from 10? Like, do you uh-huh. take deeper? Like, there's nothing you do. I, I feel like I nine times out of 10, I never get to the point where I'm going to be flipping tables. Yeah. Like, I... Like I, like I said before, like I can read a situation before it's going to happen or mm-hmm. as it's beginning to happen. So I take myself out way before it even gets to the point where I'm like, all right, I got to flip this table, I got to punch this person or right. call them out for whatever. I'm not going to punch anybody. But like, it's just easier to assess it when it's at a three before it gets to a 10 where that's where you're flipping tables. Mm-hmm. You know, it's at a three or four, you just, all right, I'm out of here. 
Right. Talk, I have another conversation with somebody else. I'll go to the bar and have a shot, come back, everything's cool. I just feel like everybody's ready to jump the gun. Hmm. It starts at a zero. Everybody start, everybody's at nine or ten. They don't wait to see what's could be just, like, again, communication, miscommunication. Somebody said something wrong, but they didn't mean it that way. Whatever. People always jump to ten. Yeah. So that's when everybody gets in trouble. Right. And then friendships break up, relationships break up, or whatever they end. And then, like three years down the line, you see somebody, and you're like, it was. I was talking about one thing. You heard, or you heard, or interpreted another thing, but it was something way different. Yeah. And they're friends again, but that, that was three years lost in their friendship or their relationship or whatever. Right. So. Just breathe and walk away. Okay, just <laughs> breathe. Okay, just <laughs> I mean, breathe. All I can, like, so you're humble. You're humble, and it's, it takes a certain lack of like ego. You know, yeah. you have to like keep your ego at bay because. Mm-hmm. I feel like some people feel like, oh, I'm not walking away because that's yeah. going to make me look Because well, they, they live all their life doing the same thing, so they're always going to be on 10. Yeah. I live my, live my life being on two or three. Right. And then I'm good. And how is the view from down there on two and three? Is it like, you know, is it a place we want to be? It's it's less stressful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, way, it's way less stressful. <coughs> okay. You can breathe more. You don't have to always be clenched. Yeah. Like... There's always going to be stress for people, but if you can take out one or two different forms of stress, it's, it's better for everybody. Okay. Listen, I'm going to try <laughs> and start living my life on six. Okay, it's a start. Yes. It's a start. And make my way down. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Hot topics, ma'am. Mm-hmm. What What is happening in the world right now? It doesn't have to be super serious. It could be something you're watching on TV that you just want to like talk about. I mean, I don't really watch TV shows ish. Uh-huh. I mean, it could be political. It could be. I was like, we can go political. If you want, what do you have to say? Um, I don't know how to word it. Like, obviously, the whole impeachment thing's going on. That's that's a whole different story. But like yeah. these these laws, or not even that. Uh, it was like a week or two ago. Uh, there was a black boy with dreads, or I'm sorry, locks dropped what. Dreads? It's locks. I mean, like, yeah. And that one's like better than the other. Yeah, locks. Okay, locks. so locks. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was expelled and he wasn't able to walk for his graduation. Correct. Because of the length of his hair. Yeah. Why? Why do we care about the length of his hair? How are his grades? If his grades are all A's and B's, what's what does that have to do with him walking because of his hair? Right. That that those situations. And yeah. then yesterday or today, I saw a, a tweet about this kid raised like four thousand dollars to get kids his classmates off of student debt or lunch debt. Why is an eight year old raising this much money to get his fellow students at a lunch debt? What is lunch debt? Yeah, it's. Why are we feeding these kids free lunch? Oh. <laughs> like those situations bother me. Yeah. Abortion bothers me. Abortion. People that want to block abortion. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm pro-abortion. Pro okay. Trust me. You, you um, mean you're pro-choice. Pro-choice. Yeah, there you we know. go. But, like, those situations, like, why are these higher-ups, most likely white, straight white men, worried mm-hmm. about some black kid who has his locks, this little, little boy who's raising money for student or lunch debt, and people that have to have abortions, not want to have abortions, but, like, might just have to have abortions, rape or whatever. Yeah. You don't have a vagina. Yeah. Why are you blocking this? Control. For 
I know that, but like for what? This is this is what like makes me angry. Yeah. Um, Some things like. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not a white man, so I couldn't yeah. even tell you how they think. Things that just baffle me. I'm just like, you don't have a vagina. Why do you care what somebody else with a vagina, whether it's post operation, if they're like trans or whatever, mm-hmm. or they're they were born a woman? Why are you worried about what they do? Hmm. I don't know. It's I I just think it's a control. It's a matter of control. Yeah. And Sorry. it's no, it's, it's no, no, <laughs> you're perfectly fine because I asked you to go on that whole yeah, tangent. Yeah. It's it's sad, it's you know, where we live, and I feel like I was having this conversation the other day. I feel like in this day and age, not enough people, and maybe this will lend its like lend itself to me living, you know, mm-hmm. not on a 10 and like living more in like a six or a five in terms of like asking why. I feel like no one asks the question why anymore they just react mm-hmm. and like sometimes if you ask yourself why you step back and examine the situation you don't you might react differently or might not you know think the same way um and i think that when it comes to these laws and and policies that we have a lot of people are not asking themselves why they're mm-hmm. just voting because that's how their family votes or yeah. that's how their party votes yeah um, whatever money is being funneled to them exactly yeah. and the, yeah there are political system I don't know so have you heard of the um, empire theory no okay so the empire theory is and I mean I don't know who coined this I just heard it somewhere I think or I might have read an article but is that like every great empire has <laughs> fallen right like mm-hmm. the Roman the Egyptian like the Chinese like all of all those empires that were great at one point including yeah. the Russian empire have fallen right except for the american empire and so there are a lot of like people out there talking about like this is this has a lot like what we're going through now has a lot of correlations (laughs) to what those empires went through when they fell Mm -hmm. and that this might be the fall of the american empire and so in 2020 what does a fall of an empire look like you know like what is that what are we about to experience? I feel like it would have to be the impeachment, the actual impeachment of Trump. Because then I feel like everybody else after that will go down. People will start voting once they know that. No, it, but I feel like it would be the acquittal of Trump. Oh, well, that's what I meant. Like yeah. Trump. Well, he already got impeached, but. Right, right. right. Like thing. them deciding that he's not guilty oh, will be the guilty. fall of the American. Because the okay. American, we're the beacon, we're the shiny, quote unquote, beacon on the mm-hmm. hill of democracy and fairness. And I mean, those of us who live here <laughs> and who are, you know, marginalized in some way know that that's all bullshit. But. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's our brand, right? And so what I'm saying now, everyone is watching us elect. We elected an idiot. Mm-hmm. We elected someone who well, actually represents what America is, yeah. A. <laughs> and so, like, them giving him a green light to go ahead and spend four more years, like, completely okay. destroying our democracy would be, I feel like, the fall, okay. like, what that looks like. That makes sense. I just personally, but I don't know what that means for you and I the same shit has been in the past four, four years like, uh, yeah but like I don't just, know I feel like it'd be on another level right and us walking down the street being like scared being for our lives right yeah. I mean more so than we do already do yeah <laughs> like I'm a triple threat like yeah. I'm black I'm a female and I'm gay so yeah they yeah. can get me forever they want so. yeah that's that's real as hell so <sighs> okay (laughs) so let me ask you icebreaker questions i'm gonna 
attempt not to unplug my headphones. <gasps> Damn! Okay, the people are gonna have to just deal with it. Okay, got him, got him, I'm back. Okay, the mic, okay, here we go. Um, okay, icebreaker questions. I asked them to almost everyone when I remember to have them. Um, actually, I would like to know this. What is your worst habit? Spending money that I don't have. Mm. Okay. Ooh, I felt that one. <laughs> oh, I felt that one. Um, okay. Ooh. No, no, that one's too, too much. I'm not going to ask that one. That might, yeah. I mean, I can do it. Okay, who was your first love? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, and when, when did you first meet them? Uh, my current ex. Uh-huh. Um, shoot, we've known each other eight years. Uh-huh. Oh God, it's been so long. See, so yeah, I met her online. Okay, like online dating, right? Yeah, online. Okay, Cupid. Okay. And I didn't actually physically Cupid? meet her until a year and a half later. You didn't physically what? Meet her until a year and a half later. So y'all were just online catfishing each other? No, <laughs> <laughs> like we would Skype and everything. Okay. So yeah, that was I guess yeah that was my first love. Okay, why did it end? Distance and she's six years five years younger than me. So younger. She, at the time she was still in school and okay. Working, I was working at her, or living at home, so it just wasn't in the cards for her. Probably wasn't best in the cards for me either. Yeah. Yeah. Was that? We're still like BFF. Oh. Talk almost every day. Okay, yeah. look at you. Mm-hmm. I wish. I know. <laughs> Listen, we all wish. I'm an anomaly. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Have you ever had a bad like breakup, whether it be with a platonic friend or a romantic <laughs> friend? I wouldn't call it bad, but I have been breaking up three times, three different relationships on or around my birthday. Oh, so fuck. two were on my birthday, and one was like a week after my birthday. Yikes. And birthday's Valentine's Day for anybody who wants to know. So yeah. it's the day of love and all that fun stuff. So that just hits harder, I guess, when in a relationship. Yeah. And not in a relationship. Uh, okay. <clears throat> but there's never been any, like, throwing of the dishes and that mm. kind of stuff. It was more like, hey, we're not together via text. Oh, <laughs> on your birthday? Oh, savage. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Okay. Uh, it's fine now because yeah. you are living yeah. your best life. Exactly. Um, okay. What? Um, these are whack. I'm sorry. These yellow ones are not good. It's like, what's your favorite Monopoly piece? Like, who cares? Um, but what is your favorite Monopoly piece? The dog. Okay. I like the iron. Because, I don't know, because it's flat and it's nice. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, um, if okay if you could get away with a crime what crime would you commit i'd rob a bank yeah <laughs> that's real I'd just rob a bank that's it i'm not trying to kill anybody yeah i mean you ever like watch these crime shows and you're like I could do that. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I could do that and not be stupid about it. <laughs> um Okay. These are done. These are done. I can't find any good ones in do these. Do you have any, like, do you have an icebreaker for me? Oh, in my head? Yeah, middle. Oh, okay. Um, I'll take that. How about this? If you could 
go go back and ooh, do something over. Would you? And if so, what what is it? The only thing I would change, I always like tell myself this, like I would have a different degree in school. I would have mm. gone for like nutrition or sports sports medicine, something that I know will benefit me later on in life. Like I could, the nutritionists make a lot of money. Yeah, they so do. I could be be a nutritionist, work a nine to five, get my benefits. Yeah, but or even like sports medicine or something along the lines of what I do now, personal training. I mean, psychology, it does, it is incorporated in my training because a lot of work now is mental, but where the money is, Mm -hmm. nutrition or um, even like being like an athletic trainer at like a college or whatever, that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have had a different degree coming out of college based on what I'm doing now. Okay. So that's like, that is, that says a lot. And I'm like very. Um, envious but not in an evil way of the fact that that is what you would change mm-hmm. I mean like, everything else I've, whether it was a mistake or whatever like I've learned from it Yeah, I'm not like on the street or in jail or doing something stupid like mm-hmm. I'm living breathing I have an apartment I have friends I have my dog my family's two hours down the road like I'm not in a bad situation Yeah. so I'm grateful for every like mistake I've made in the past I just wish that I'd known better in college to pick a degree that would have benefited me and that I would have actually enjoyed. Psychology I enjoyed, but beyond that, I didn't know what I was going to do. So had I done nutrition, I love learning about calories and what food makes you feel this way and all that, whatever. I love all that, but I wish I would have knew, knew that. 10 years ago listen it's not too late yeah but again you gotta pay for college that's so. true that's true <laughs> so you're that's right that's literally the only thing holding me back from like going to class and everything it's like I'm still paying off student debt I don't wanna add to it I, I could it's just more of like a yeah so do you need a college you need a bachelor's to be a nutritionist um I think you might need a master's but honestly, oh my gosh. doing that would not have been bad 10 years ago when I was starting out yeah now it might be a little different yeah doing another six years of school not at this age because everybody goes to school like my parents went to school started going to school like 30 30 mm-hmm. 40s mm-hmm. so it's not a matter of age it's just a matter of like i feel like i don't have the time and yeah. the money because i'm working pretty much almost every day right different hours but yeah i just wish i would have known back then what i was going to be doing now right so i can prepare for it i guess right Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's my really only icebreaker for you is just knowing what you would change because you you're so chill. Like I feel like you're just YOLO. Like you have no regrets, <laughs> and I just I wish I could be like that. Uh, I'm I mean, gonna try. Everybody has regrets. Is this what you? If you're gonna dwell on them, then either fix it or don't. But just don't dwell on it. Yeah. Don't keep saying I should have did this. You should well do it or stop talking about it. Don't yeah. Don't care about it. Okay. Sorry. Because no, no, that's me. That's literally. <laughs> <Sorry. me. laughs> it's fine. I don't know. I have a dwelling issue. I dwell a lot, and it's it's hard. And I beat myself up so much sometimes over and over small stuff too. Oh like, yeah. Like, what's stuff. the point? You're stretching out over something either you're not gonna fix or right. you can't fix. Right. So if you can do it, yeah, uh, shut up and do something else. Right. Change it. The Dalai Lama said, "You should not worry in life," and as proof, you have to ask yourself. <clears throat> Like, whatever you're worried about, 
can you fix it? Yeah. If the answer is yes, then why are you worried? And if the answer is no, then why are you worried? <laughs> why are you worried? You can't change it. So, <clears throat> Dalai Lama, that you know, that's real, but it's still like it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, now I'm going to ask you to speak, like, give us some gem, give a you know, like words of wisdom that can be directed at, you know. A, 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 an actual individual that can be directed at a group of people it can be directed generally it can be a phrase it can be a, a whole monologue <laughs> but what do you have to say ma'am honestly I tell this honestly that a lot of people hear me say this I literally say quote unquote do you boo boo that's literally it or at the end of the day do you boo boo but like, <laughs> just do you whatever it is that you want to do what you're doing if you want to go talk to that girl at the bar, go talk to her. She rejects you, oh well. But you know that you talked to her, and that's it. If mm. you want to go apply for this job that you may not be qualified for, but you maybe go go apply. They'll maybe they'll tell you what you need to do to be better qualified the next time. Whatever it is, just do you. Okay. Don't worry about the small shit. Just do you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so uh, thank you for coming to the kickback. Thank you. It's really hot here. <laughs> we will we will turn the air on, and in the meantime, do you? Boo boo. <laughs> Bye guys.